I'm really glad you thought of me. I mean, it's been a year and you thought of me to call me on this one. So that's awesome. When I, when <laughs> I, I did, Jerry, because I remember what you did at home. And I said, if they look at this the same way, they can do one project and make you guys can make yourselves a million dollars. Back by popular demand, this is another look over my shoulder video where you get to watch me talk to an agent about a fix and flip deal. Now this is actually a luxury $4 million home that has a potential profit of $1 million. Now on this call, you'll see exactly how I talk to the agent, the questions I ask, how I position my offer, and so many other valuable insights. Trust me, this is a video you don't wanna miss, coming up. The Real Estate Funding Kit is out now. Learn how to get 100% funding for all your deals without dealing with the banks. Claim your free copy at myfundingkit.com. And if you're new here to this channel, I'm Jerry Norton with FlippyMastery.com, and this channel is all the ways to help you make money wholesaling and flipping real estate so you can live your dream life. Be sure to subscribe and turn on the bell notifications so you don't miss new videos. So let me give you a little background. About a year and a half ago, I did a luxury fix and flip in a high-end development in North Scottsdale, Arizona. It was a home I bought for approximately 600,000. I spent 200,000 or so in rehab, and then I sold it for like $1.1 million. Well, when I did that, I made a huge impression in that area. The agents and builders and investors saw what we did, and it instantly gave me credibility in that market as a player. Now, since that one deal, I've had agents call me multiple times about other deals and opportunities. In fact, one agent in particular named Scott who specializes in that neighborhood, he came to me a year ago with a similar deal, but I wasn't able to put the deal together, and now one year later, he just contacted me about a new deal that he has with another high-end deal, and I recorded that call. Let's cut to it now. Yeah, hey Scott, how are you doing? I'm doing fine, how are you doing? You got a minute? Let's talk about your deal here. What can you tell me about it? This house was built back in 95. Okay. Davis Driver sold it to from Wood, Woodbridge, Connecticut. It was a second home or primary? Yeah, they bought it as a winter home since 95. I mean, it looks clean, well taken care of. You know, it's been pretty well maintained. He's up in his early 90s now and he can barely get around. What they want to do, Jerry, is they one of two things. Either have a long escrow and close in May or... Okay. They would close right away and lease the home back till May. They don't want to have to move or go back to Connecticut between now and then. They want one more winter season. Yeah, they do. Okay, so let me explain what the seller wants to do in case you missed it. The seller is a snowbird and lives in Arizona six months out of the year and then goes back to Connecticut in May with all the other snowbirds. So he's in his 90s and he wants to sell and he knows he needs to start looking for a buyer now, but he doesn't want to leave until May, which is in like seven months from now. So there are two options. Option one is I buy his house and then I lease it back to him for six or seven months. And then option two is we execute a contract already now with an extended closing date in like seven months so he can stay until May. Those are the two options. So next listen as the agent explains what he believes the numbers are on this deal and why. I signed a listing contract with them for $2,199,000, but I know that they will sell it to the right party for one nine. It's worth every bit of that, Jerry. Wait till you see the view and the setting mm -hmm. on this property. I mean, it. I think it's the finest that Desert Mountain 
has to offer because you're looking at views of water, golf course, sunsets year-round, city lights, and mountain views. We call it the Big Five at Desert Mountain. <laughs> you got yeah. all of the Big Five. You got a, we got the Big Five. And uh, there aren't that many properties that have that. This house is sold next door for 5.3. The view is not as good from that lot as, as it is from the Shelson's lot. The house, it's got a good floor plan. It's well built. It just needs updated finishes. If you did to that house what you did to that Cochise Ridge, it's a four million dollar home. It, honestly, it's, it really what's the is. what's the square footage? It's sixty four hundred and some odd square feet. Okay, so it's one of the big ones out there, sixty four hundred. Yeah. yeah, we spent about I want to say two twenty five. If you spent three fifty on this house, you guys can make yourselves a million dollars. Yeah. All you got to do is update the update the finishes. You think this will get four million if it was updated? I, I do. Absolutely, I do. And it's got one of it's. It's a very unique uh, location. People want to be on big lots close to the main gate, not way up in Swirl Forest. So, according to the agent, the seller will take one point nine million, and he thinks it will take three hundred fifty thousand to totally update everything, and then it will sell for like four million. Now, I've done enough high-end flips to know that three hundred fifty isn't enough. I think it's more like five hundred thousand. So, let me break down the numbers. When fixing and flipping, I factor in 9% of the ARV or after repair value on the back end price to cover closing costs, which includes commissions to agents, prorated property taxes, transfer or sales tax, etc. Now, all of the fees to buy the deal for 1.9 million and then sell it later for 4 million. So 9% of 4 million is 360,000. I also factor in 6% to cover the finance or carrying costs, or in other words, interest payments to borrow the money from money investors to do the deal. So 6% of 4 million is 240,000. So let's do the math. A 4 million sale price minus 1.9 million on the purchase, minus 500,000 on the rehab, minus 360,000 in closing costs, minus 240,000 in carrying costs, equals a million dollar net profit. Now, this is the big leagues I know, and a lot of things would have to go right for that to happen, and these are just preliminary numbers and assumptions, but I hope you watching this right now take this and start to think bigger. Don't limit yourself to small thinking and small deals. The way you go from small deals to big deals is you just start. Start right here today. Don't settle, keep learning and growing, push out of your comfort zone, and before you know it, you're doing bigger deals. Okay, back to the call. They want to sell this without a bunch of realtors coming through the house, dragging their clients. They want to do it on the QT, so we vowed not to put it in unless we absolutely have to. And I don't What's your time frame? Have. When are you going to list if you don't find somebody? I'm going to exhaust my efforts on okay. people that I think would be interested in this property in order to save him some commission dollars. You know, we won't, we won't do it for at least 60 days. And I told Stan, I said, this is so unique, I'll find a buyer for this. So the seller doesn't want to list his property on the MLS and have showings if he doesn't have to. This is very common, actually. Some people just don't want to be on market. So the agent is looking for a buyer off market. This is called a pocket listing when an agent doesn't list a property on market and looks to make a private sale. So next, I present to the agent the idea of doing owner financing. Now this is where the owner will sell me the property, but instead of paying him $1.9 million and cashing him out, 
I give him a down payment and then I make a payment to him until it sells later. Listen to how I position this. So let me ask you a question here. So let's say we did a deal. We did a, we did either a sellback or an extended closing, either one of those situations. Let's say we did that, which, which probably for me would be better to just, I'm just thinking out loud, do an extended closing versus buy it, have the capital out and then just right. like waiting, you know? Right. So I agree. Yeah. I agree. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. But where are they at financially? Would they consider a carry? I don't think so, uh, Jerry. I think he'd just rather do a closing at the end of season rather than uh, uh, do an owner carry. Okay. And that would give, Even give if you I... time to... That'd give you time to do all your planning and... Yeah, that's and, fine. Uh, that's that's fine. I'm just thinking of... Um, you could do renderings and you could pre-offer yeah, it, you know? Yeah, you could, we yeah we could do some creative stuff because we got time and I could get everything kind of like, you know, hit the ground running. A lot of times on these big projects like this, we're, we're figuring stuff out as we go because it just... You don't have time to get things figured out ahead of time, right? Because a 30-day closing doesn't always work for that. But I just mean like, you know, what if I put something pretty substantial down? He carried it for me. Obviously, any dime I put in would be equity for him. You know, it'd be a pretty safe deal. And then if he did like a whatever, a a one-year carry, you know, I make a payment, it'd be worth suggesting maybe. I I mean, I can do that. Stan's a businessman. Does he carry Uh, in a loan on it at all? Do you know? No, he's, okay. he's owned it free and clear yeah. for years. Yeah. Yeah. So it could be, it could be, he gets his number, he gets a substantial down payment. He'll have a $4 million home with leaned up properly first position. You know what I mean? Like it would be, we'd do everything right. You could put a letter of interest or a letter of intent together on what you do. Okay. And I can present it to him uh-huh. and we can, we can go over that. Now, notice the agent was not initially interested in offering owner financing. Agents never are. They want a simple and clean closing, and they always worry about getting paid their commission. And so I didn't give up, and I explained that I'd put a substantial down payment, and that I'd come in with the $500,000 in rehab money, and I'd do a legit loan with the seller, and I tried to explain why it would be safe for the seller to do an owner carry. And it worked. The agent said put together a letter of intent with the terms of the owner carry, and he would present it to the seller. Okay, back to the call. You know, I think you could be in and out of this deal uh, by Christmas next year. If we got in there in May? If you got in there in May and did it, yeah. Yeah. Well, especially if I've got time to plan it. If we could get it back on market by, you know, September, October, we'd hit the right we'd hit the right time. Right. Just work on it through the summer months and get it back on the market going back in season, which is like right now, a year from now. Yeah, we were a little late on ours and it's still we sold it pretty quick, like right through the holidays. I was impressed with the fact that that location, the square footage and everything in a semi-custom community, that you guys were able to pull that off and, and what was it, a million one ten, I think? Yeah, a million one something, yeah. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was impressed. Yeah. I said, that, they did it right. It well, just takes I one buyer. You, what did you do with yours right down the street? We, we sold it. Oh, for, did you? Yeah, he pretty much gave it away for like six 18. I oh, think is what where was I? Wasn't there. I around there? I think you were there. Yeah. Uh, Why didn't we do it? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I know. So the idea would be to buy this property in May and do the rehab and have it back on the market by September or October, which is the peak season to buy in that market because that's when all the snowbirds come in. 
Then he referenced the other flip I did and you can see how he was impressed with what I did and now views me as an expert. And this is an important point I wanna make. Nothing works better to get somebody to support you and to raise credibility than to just do it. Raising money or getting a spouse to support you. Prove yourself. Don't tell people what you're going to do, do it and show them. Let your actions do the talking. After that, we joked around a little bit about his other deal that I didn't buy, so back to the call. I'm really glad you thought of me. I mean, it's been a year and you thought of me to call me on this one, so that's awesome. Well, I, well, I, I did, Jerry, because I remember what you did at home and I said, if they look at this the same way, they can do one project and make double. Now, this is perhaps the most important part of this call. The fact that the agent called me a year later with a deal shows how important it is to put yourself out there, and the best way to do this is to make a lot of offers. When you make offers, you make connections. The agents and sellers and investors and everyone, they'll know to call you when they get deals. All right, back to the call. Yeah, so yeah, because if you've got a a, a one nine by three fifty, now what's making you feel like three fifty just sounds like the right number on the rehab? I've had a couple people through that are in the business. Okay. And they thought they could do everything they needed to do to it for that. Okay. Yeah, there's nothing you have to do structurally or engineering wise. It's a great layout and it's got a lot of garden areas, you know, where you're looking mm-hmm. out. How big's the lot? Uh, the lot's an acre. And then what's the total bedrooms and bathrooms? Three on suites, three full baths, two half baths, an office, a sitting room, and the game room. Okay. And then Of course, kitchen, breakfast room, formal dining. It's got some really cool things going on. So if this thing got 4 million divided by 6,400, that puts us at six. So that's the per foot you're getting, 625? 640 is what the house next door sold for, 640 a foot, I think it is. Uh Uh-huh. Well, I need to get up there and take a look at this bad boy. Uh, Between now and then, I'll spend a little time, too, looking at um, some comps and figuring some things out. Okay. Awesome, man. Thank you. Okay, you bet. Bye. Bye. So I talked a little bit more about the numbers and I have an appointment now to go look at this property. I need to spend some time on the comps and the rehab numbers and then make an offer including terms to do an owner carry. Now if you found this live conversation with this agent on a deal helpful, hit that like button right now and leave a comment and let me know if you'd like me to do additional videos about how this deal progresses and also if you have any questions about anything I covered on this video. And if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to my channel with hundreds of videos now and videos every single week. This is the number one channel on YouTube for all things wholesaling and flipping. And don't forget, it's not about the money. It's about having the time and freedom to have, be, do, and give everything that God has in store for you. That's what it's really all about. And I'll see you on the next video.